You're listening to the Happy Hour with Nick Sainert. Look at him and tell me there's a God. And Enrique Alvarez Clary. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. I know none of you are surprised, but Nick's not here. <laughs> Drops a take and leaves. <laughs> Austin Orman joins me from On the Block. Austin, how are you? I'm great. Ready to pick up where Nick left off, it sounds like. Oh, are you now? I am. Mm, so you also have terrible takes on amazing things. That's fine. That's fine. Um, this is the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket. You guys can join in and now make fun of Austin, 402-464-5685, because go ahead, sir. I won't go as far as Nick. What I will say is I cannot be bothered to care about Groundhog's Day. Okay. Personally. Um, it's dumb. It's childish. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we need more of that mm-hmm. in our lives. Just don't make me care. I don't think anybody's forcing you to care. They're just no. they're, We're just posting videos and talking about if, groundhogs. If we still have time to worry about a groundhog and which way it turns its head, mm-hmm. we're actually doing fine as a country. We're doing pretty good. We're still okay. We're doing pretty good. Look, Groundhog's Day, like you said, it's fun. It's dumb. I don't think anybody takes it too seriously, except for the people in the top hats and the suits, which I love, by the way. I think it's fantastic. I would love to be. I don't know how to get that job, but I want to be one of them. Again, why? Why not? I mean, why not? Uh, whatever. There's got to be something. Have your fun. There's something dumb that you love. That you think they get paid that, for it? think they do it because they actually want no, to do gotta, it that bad? it's got to be like some club thing. Oh, God. Where they're just like. <laughs> Bunch just, of Tony Phil Club. Just once a year. Once a year, they get together like a week before. They spend like a week together. That one day, they get all dressed up. They do that, and then they all go their separate ways. Okay, so I do would you, do that. Do you think they elect the person to read the scroll and to hand the scroll? Do you think they just like draw names out of a hat? Do you have know. to be in the club, or are you automatically in the club by virtue of living in Punxsutawney? I think you have to join the club. I want to join the club. I don't know how. Hmm. I need somebody to help me to join the club. And I want to read the scroll. Okay, so next year, next year we're going to right now we're starting a fundraising project. So next year Get Rico to Puxitani. Yes, yes. For a whole week. So you can get there for the week of yeah, meetings. If that's what they do. I they, they should. If they don't, they should. You can go start it. And that's how you they You can be the outsider coming in with fresh ideas, guys. This is how we're doing things. Boom. Now. That's how you do it. You have a whole week of Puxitani fill events for the for the children, for the people of Puxitani and from outside who are coming in to visit for this wonderful day called Groundhog's Day. But actually, I do not believe that I should be the first one there. The real, the real Groundhog's Day lover, Coach Bill Bush. He got us a cake for good. I saw sense. the cake. He got us a cake. He loves Groundhog's Day. He should be. He should be a president or some sort of the Groundhog's Day Puxatani Phil Corporation. I don't know what it is. So the fundraiser is to send Coach Bush and Rico and to Punxsutawney yes, both next of us. year. We will have a blast. It'll be amazing. Um, but enough on Groundhog's Day and how people are dumb and don't like it because they're not fun. Uh, this weekend, jam-packed with Husker events. If, if you want to get out uh, get out of your house, uh, it should be nicer weather around 40s, 50s, uh, out and about in Lincoln. So starting tonight, uh, you can head out to PBA and check out the women's basketball team taking on Michigan State. It is also, by the way, um, uh, National – hold on, i got to make sure I get this right – National Girls and Women in Sports Day. Um, I believe at halftime and just during the game, they'll be honoring some uh, women in sports, including obviously the uh, ladies who are taking the court for your entertainment. Um, some other events going on this weekend. Um, men's golf is actually down in Florida. Shout out to them for uh, Big Ten match play. Track and field, the 40 
I don't want to get this wrong. I believe it's the 47th annual Frank Savine Husker Invitational is this weekend uh, at the Bob Devaney Sports Complex. So get out there and catch that. Um, wrestling is out in Champaign, Illinois, taking on the Illinois. Why did I just forget? The Illini. I was like, what a minute. Wait <laughs> a minute. The Illinois. The Illinois. Yeah, that, that, those, those people. Those people. The people in Illinois. Uh, some more stuff. As I said, track and field going on all weekend. Women's tennis and men's tennis both in town. Uh, the women taking on Gonzaga, the men taking on Cornell. Uh, and then the women's tennis team also takes on North Dakota. Um, it was fascinating to hear Matt Rule talk about college tennis and watching it yesterday. I've never. I. I'm not the biggest fan of tennis. I've never seen it live, but I've watched a couple matches on the on the telly. It just cracks me up every time you see someone swing. There's two sounds. There's the grunt and the ball hitting the racket simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And it's always the same sound. It's great. It's a great yeah. sound. Uh, wrestling again is is out of town. They're taking on Purdue. Um, on Saturday. And then men's gymnastics is in town. So you're going to get a whole bunch of stuff for the Bob Devaney. you got track and field going on early. And then later in the night, uh, men's gymnastics takes on uh, Wisconsin. That is on Saturday. And then Sunday, it's just, like I said, chock full of events this weekend. Um, men's basketball in town taking on Penn State while uh, Rifle is up in Fairbanks, Alaska. So they're, they went somewhere colder. <laughs> Hope they got to take a cruise up there. Oh, I doubt I it, but I hope so. I don't know, man. But, yeah, so a jam-packed weekend full of Husker sports uh, if you're still in the area. So get out, get around, and uh, enjoy the hopefully nicer weather, even though Phil said that it's supposed to be six more weeks of winter. I believe we're somewhere in the 40s or the 50s this weekend. So get out and enjoy the Husker activities. Again, women's basketball tonight, track and field all weekend at the Frank Savine Invitational. Some tennis in town as well. Men's gymnastics on Saturday and men's basketball on Sunday. A lot of things going on. You Good. Gonna, you going to make it out there to anything? I'm coaching four basketball games this weekend. Ooh. So if there's anything in the morning, be I might basketball. be able to. But uh, I will most likely be at the uh, Connect Sports Complex. Oh, okay. Okay. And Home to Double all- Eagle Golf. You're going to win all four. That's the plan. I believe in you. I appreciate that. You're going to have to get out you there. You want to suit up? You're gonna, yeah, I could. I We're down a shave. guard. I just have to shave. Yeah. I, I look like a 12-year-old when I shave. It'll Please. Work. I got a uh, spare jersey in the bag for you. Please do. Okay. I should... No, no, no. I don't want to know. <laughs> It'd be kind of fun. It'd be interesting. I'm not good at basketball. As long as you can be an energy guy, if you run the floor... I can defend. Okay, if you can do that, perfect. Look, nobody's scoring. Okay. I'll let you know that Okay, on either team. We'll put you... <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> nobody's scoring because you're... Stopping the other team exactly. and you're stop, stopping our team. Exactly. I'm Hijacking a, I, the offense. I will be Brian Ferentz on your offense. <laughs> That's what I'll do. Speaking of Brian Ferentz, I feel like you have feelings. Oh, my gosh. Kirk's deflections and even Gary Barta's deflections yesterday. <laughs> that was incredible. That was a master class in how to not talk about it. Every time it got brought up, it was, well, I think our staff's doing a good job. Oh, we trust our staff. There's a lot of hard workers on the staff. Staff, 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 staff. Right. Brian Ferentz got name dropped. Nothing. The funniest part about all of this is all the people saying, oh, Cade McNamara wouldn't transfer into Iowa without, you know, knowing that there are changes coming on the offensive staff. It seems, well, <laughs> seems as if that's not true. Cade McNamara is going to have to go Superman. I don't know if he's cut out for it. Well, so my only, like, argument for this possibly working, which it's, it's not a very strong argument, is just that they're upgrading multiple steps in quarterback. 
and that their running back room was solid towards the end of the year. So maybe just the upgrade to Cade McNamara will be enough to make the offense tolerable. I still don't think it's going to be good. Does it get to 100th out of 130 teams? I gave it. I said, are they going to be top 80? Ugh, 80. That's pie much? in the sky. Well, 80, that is pie in the sky. Well, who was the 80th ranked offense this last season? You keep talking while I look this up. So here's my, my issue with Brian Ferentz. Number one, since he took over, the results haven't been there. Basically, the best offense Brian Ferentz had was the COVID year. Small sample size, conference only, with dudes on that team. He hasn't developed a lot of dudes, especially at the skill position. We all know Iowa's wide receiving situation. They haven't really had a you know, work, workhorse running back for a while. Again, they, they settled on one by the end of the year. The offensive line took a step backwards. But Brian Ferentz's offenses have been ranked in the 130s more times than they've been ranked above 65th. <laughs> that shouldn't be tenable for a Power 5 team. I don't care if you're built on, you know, defense and special teams and the brotherhood like Iowa claims they are. Have some standards. Okay, you're right. 80th 80th was Washington State at 26.1. That's not happening. No. Nebraska was 102nd. So, that's Okay, that's in terms of it, even you can go. look you at You said top 100, right? Okay, Texas yes. A&M is 101 at 22.8. You would think that would be doable. Right. You would think. So, Iowa But even in terms of total offense, uh-huh. like Cracking top 100? Yeah, no. In, and this is scoring offense. This is what I went with. 123rd Iowa was at 17.7. And I still feel like that's that's way too high. I feel like that's based off... What what game did they score a lot of points? I feel like that kind of carried them. Rutgers. Rutgers game. Rutgers is right below them I at think that was the. I think they went off for 30 whole points in that game. Yeah, that might that might just be carrying them the entire time. Uh, it was 27 to 10. I take that back. Ooh, <laughs> they almost hit 30 in that one. Okay, let's go. To- Here's Iowa's game by game yeah. last season. Oh, took me to the wrong season. Because 22, 22, or what, a 17? I said they should have an average offense. Okay. They score two touchdowns, and they should be good. But I guess that's what they were doing. Iowa football cracked 30 points once. It was a home win over Northwestern. They got to 33. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they got to seven against South Dakota State without scoring a touchdown. Yeah, no touchdowns in that one, which is actually pretty impressive. It's impressive, but it's not good. No. Seven points against Iowa State. 27 against Nevada. 27 against Rutgers. 14 against Michigan. Six against Illinois. 10 against Ohio State. The 33 against Northwestern. They put up 24 back-to-back weeks against Purdue and Wisconsin. 13 against Minnesota and 17 against Nebraska. So that 33 really carried them to that 17 average on the season. Mm -hmm. Uh, Uh, If you're looking at total uh, offense, they are second to last. Right above New Mexico. Uh... (laughs) At 251 yards per game. That's what some teams get just running the ball. So That's top, a good half of passing top for some one, offense. Top 100, Nebraska, 102. Uh, 101, Vanderbilt, 347. <laughs> <laughs> will, uh, Iowa, will Iowa average 350 yards no. and 21 points? No. No shot. Then they are still going to be garbage. No shot. Although their defense does... They went 8-5! and five. Their defense scores, like, two touchdowns a game. The thing... I've so been saying add, for you know, three years now that you can't repeat that, and yet they have. You can get four touchdowns a game from your defense and your offense combined. You just yeah. need to not allow the other team to score. Right. That's 28 points right there. Your defense scoring twice. Like... Uh, I was special teams having... 
been up to their usual standard in terms of creating points and havoc. Maybe I just say that because they didn't get one against Nebraska this year like they seemingly always yeah, do. That's so that's progress. A victory on top of the already victory. But imagine if you get one touchdown and one field goal from the offense. You get your obligatory defensive touchdown. Mm-hmm. And once every two or three games you get a special teams touchdown, you're probably 100th in scoring. Probably. Maybe. Probably not. You're still not. It just sickens me because, again, as... People who because watch and root for Nebraska. they're still good? <laughs> yes. It's so unappealing. It's so gross. And yet, what room do I have to talk? Because Iowa won seven games in the regular season. Iowa finished second in the Big Ten West. Nebraska had 344 yards a game. And like I said, scoring, scoring offense, they were also 102 or 103, uh, averaging like 22 a game. And they had a losing record. Iowa is in the bottom whatever. Mm-hmm. And they won eight games. Yeah. Luckily, Nebraska beat Iowa this year. Because I can bash on Iowa. That's all I need. And you can say, well, Nebraska's just a bat. Yeah, I know. Scoreboard. That's all I need. Look up there. Scoreboard. Won the game. 24-17. Doesn't matter. That's seven more than you. All right. So we're going to head out of here because... You're going to head out of here. Well, yeah, I'm going to head out of here. You're going to stay with Stricky, who is on the stream right now. But we're hey, not going to bring him in. The crossover a little short because Nick left again. Don't worry, guys. He'll be back tomorrow, and he'll actually be here for the entire show. A whole whole hour? A whole show. Whoa. I know. Hasn't happened all week. I'm very impressed with him. <laughs> I'm very, just very proud of him for showing up for his, the entire show tomorrow. So Don't give him credit yet. He hasn't been here yeah, yet. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> that's going to do it for the happy hour. Thank you all for listening. I hope to see many of you at the women's basketball game, again, against Michigan State. I believe tip-off starts at tip off 7.30. So, again, I hope to see you all there. It's going to be a blast. And hopefully they take Michigan State to the woodshed, get back on the right track, and, and get things going towards the end of the season. Thank you all for listening. On the block, up next, adios. Adios.